Before we get into today's episode, we'd just like to chat with you about a few things. First, most of the content on this podcast is our opinion, and we don't really do extensive research before the episodes. Second, you may not agree with our opinion, but that's okay. Friendly reminder that you're choosing to listen to this. You can choose not to agree. We still love you anyways. Now, without further ado, let's fuck small talk. Do you miss, like, scrolling? <laughs> like, when you're, like... I was just thinking, because I see it on, like, Instagram, like, when I'm in the Discover area. Like, do you miss, like, before bed scrolling through Instagram and stuff like that? Like, when you're bored? Uh, no. I just found it to be a waste of time. Really? Like, okay. I don't... See, like, what do you get out of scrolling? I see content. But do you write it down? Like, where's that content going I your brain? I uh, reference it. Okay. Similar to what I just did. I just feel like there's so much you're, like, looking at, and you're not really taking it in. That's totally fair. So I just find... Yeah. I find it overwhelming. Like, there's too much out there that, like, mm. I don't need to see. That Yeah, that's actually true, because I, I, when I'm scrolling, sometimes I, like, scroll past something, and I'm like, oh, I want to go see that again, because I didn't pay enough attention, because mm. I was just absentmindedly scrolling. And then when I go back, it like refreshes and then it's gone. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't gone I didn't, forever, right? Gone forever. Was it that important though? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Probably not. And I wasn't even paying enough attention to know who posted it or what the post was about. Yeah. So I just like I can't see it ever again. I so something I wanted to say, uh, and I mentioned this to Ashay before this is, I actually feel a lot of comfort from social media, and I've never had the desire to ever delete my social media. Yes, I use it a ton, mm-hmm. but I also use every electronic device I own a ton. Mm-hmm. And I am very okay with that. Like, I have no problem integrating technology into my life, and I don't find it it adds an extra layer of stress. Because I think about, like, pre-technology, when I was using, like, my little flip phone, and, like, just as stressed without the technology of scrolling and access really? to everybody's, I was just as stressed of a kid as I am just as stressed as an adult. So I'm like, it's not technology that stresses me out. It's my own anxieties oh. that stress me out as a whole and as the way I use it, I don't get stressed from it. Well, w- one thing I want to ask you, though, is that you, <laughs> you specifically said the word comfort. You said there's you, you're comforted by social media. Can you explain? Because I don't think that's everybody. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't feel that way. I feel like, um, I don't know. I just feel like when you're seeing too many people, yeah. like you're like comparing yourself. Yeah, inevitably constantly. to people. So constantly. I don't find like I think maybe you could get a little bit of comfort out of that. I guess at times. I mean, if you think but you're it's... better than the people you're comparing yourself to, I see that. Yeah, I don't know. Not it's not necessarily like I don't know. It's more like I guess yeah, it is comparing. And then there is the fact that like you compare. Um, I guess like productivity, like mm. where I'm going in my life yeah. too. Yeah, what you've accomplished. Yeah, so I'm comparing in that way. And then there's sometimes, like, you see, like, people doing stuff, and it's like, why am I not doing stuff? Yeah, but I think it's important to remember that nobody's posting their worst moments on social media. Like, those people you're talking about. Some people do. But most people are posting their highlights, and they're very manufactured. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I love uh, Instagram accounts that just, like, look like a brand but their personal Instagram accounts. Like, you're like, what yeah. is your life? Like, like I get that if you're a photographer. I get that if you, it, yeah. this is your portfolio. Oh, that's the one thing I miss. Sarah's Instagram was, did you do the thing, the thing where you just deactivate it or did you actually delete it? 
I deleted it. Did you keep the photos? Yeah, I like you have copies and stuff? Phone. Okay, good. Nice. Sarah's okay. a very talented photographer. That's the thing. I and only Instagram was using was, that for that. Right? Yeah, like she, her face was rarely on Instagram in the posts. It was a lot of very, like, well done photos. Thank you. Nice. And she always had these cute little song lyrics and titles that she would put as her captions. Like, she had a brand. It was, it was okay. the best. So, um, but. That was, like, like common that. for me, too. But then, you know, you see all these other people and, the, and all the ads. And it just became overwhelming. Oh my goodness, the ads mm-hmm. are too getting much. hella creepy. It's too much. So creepy. Yeah. Oh, like when they relate to like what you've looked at. Yeah. Not even what you've looked. What up. you said. What, what you said. Okay, With so yeah, words. like your phone's always on, so I feel like oh, they yeah. listen to you. Oh, they're like, listening. Legit. One time, Lex and I, my girlfriend Lex and I, were talking about some kitchen appliance that I didn't know existed. So that's how I know I've never once searched this in my life oh, before. Gosh. We were talking about some kitchen appliance I did not know it was even a thing. The next day I'm scrolling Instagram and an ad for Amazon to purchase that appliance comes up. I was like, fuck no, I'm out. And I turned my phone off and I left. I went out for a walk. I needed a break. Yeah. Uh, I started recently buying uh, a snack that I really enjoy, which is uh, Starburst Minis. Um, They're unwrapped and they're in a big bag and they're delicious. Um, I've never searched it. I just started eating it. (laughs) <laughs> They're now an ad on my Instagram. How does that happen? Did you talk about it? Did you? Did they hear the bag? I would. I. I've I think messaged Caitlin before too, <laughs> being like, "Got our favorite snack." Um, you, know, you don't say Starburst Minis. No, I. You might. say got I, our favorite I, snack. I might have. Okay. Okay. But it would be like. Or over they saw Facebook it on your message. camera while you're eating it in oh front of your god. computer. Oh my god. <laughs> or like your credit card company selling your transaction. Oh yeah. It's for sure. oh I thought god. it was for sure. I assumed credit card first. That's a good idea. For sure it's tracking your transaction yeah. information. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Yeah. yeah. So Sarah, would you like to tell us how you know us? Hi, I'm Sarah and I know Dingell because we're cousins. <laughs> and Ashay, I met through Dingell. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Good times. Yeah. Just bumped and, uh, each other. We've like known each other for a while, you know, just Since a few birth. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah and I were like, the. she was the closest thing I had to a sibling growing up because we used to spend every day almost together when we were really little because mm-hmm. I lived at her house for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then we used to spend all their summers together because I used to babysit her family. So yeah. The, the entire family? The three kids, yeah. How, yeah. how much older are you than the oldest? She's, She's the oldest, oldest and okay. I'm four, four, four years older than her. Sarah used to think she was going to catch up to me, though. She was like, when she was a kid, she was like, yeah, but I'm going to catch up to you in age. But I also, never live this down. <laughs> it's the cutest story. <laughs> You're going to catch up. She was like, yeah, I'm going to be the same age as you. Yeah. One I'm going to catch up. It was the cutest. That's cute. But like, also, you were only four years older than her. And you're be- that's that's yeah, hiring it's... a slightly bigger kid to take care of the other kids. But it's like a 16 year old babysitting a 12 year old. It's a slightly bigger child. It was more for her other two siblings. Okay. Yeah, we're... we're all three years apart, so. Oh, okay. So they're very seven young. years. Ten yeah. Bridget's 16. Yeah. We're all at very peak ages Ooh, right yeah. now. Brother's 19. Bridget's 16. Oh wow, these are yeah, those are big yeah. ages. Yeah. 21, points. right? I'm yeah, I'm 21. So you're all like you're all order. ages that are like a thing. Yeah. That's actually true. That was a terrible way to say it. 16 is G1. Of age to drink yeah. in the U- Thank United you for understanding States. what I meant. Yeah, 16 yeah. is G1, 19 you can drink in Canada. Yeah. You can now drink internationally. And, and Bridget's driven a bit lately. Nice. Apparently she's think, good at it. I was going to say, do you think she'd be good? For some reason, no offense, Bridget, if you just listen like to this. Just like multitasking, looking in the mirror. Yeah, I just feel like, <laughs> like she would be, she'd be too time. much. Like On uh, Instagram she, as on she's Instagram driving. Yeah. I see people doing it all the time. For real. For real. 
See, Turning that's another, corners and that's another it. thing that... I hate. It's a pet peeve. Yeah. When people do it? When people do it. While driving? Mm-hmm. While driving. Yeah, I hate anything. When I'm just... I think anything phone-related while driving yeah. is an issue for me. Especially I, texting. I don't do it. <laughs> that's a believe. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lie. By the way, uh, don't don't snitch. No snitches. Don't sn- we don't like snitches. snitches so Danielle does stitches. not text and drive. <laughs> snitches get stitches. Yeah. This is a safe space. <laughs> not uh, for snitches though. Not for snitches. <laughs> no. So I want to circle back. You said you find social media comforting. Yes. Right. So there's a couple things that I do. Um, Want, so I'm really obsessed with like collections and like grouping content on social media because it helps me It's what I do with my entire life is I group stuff I compartmentalize it to make it work for my schedule my brain my everything and so it started on Pinterest Which I almost <laughs> never used but it's like I use it for interior decorating So like right. I would get like images that I wanted to like put in my house um, and then it expanded when Instagram came around. It was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with the imagery that you have access to. And so I have collections. I use the collection thing on Instagram a ton. And so I have collections. I did that too. Yeah. yeah. I liked that. I, I have collections related to fitness. So I have like workout videos that I use when I'm working out uh, to do circuit training. I have um, collections. My favorite uh collection right now is related to the community I live in, so Kitchener Waterloo. You could just do that with like the internet and like tabs and saving tabs. It's, it's like harder. the same thing. It's all at my fingertips. Like the co- I'm a convenience person. Like give me it in the most efficient way, which is social media to me. I feel like you Tiny do well. On it. Yeah. I feel like you do well when you have a lot going on. I I feel like I'm more of an intro I know you consider yourself an introvert. I actually just in the last year have started classifying myself as an extrovert. And I was going to say, and I, and I recently, really are. I recently did a, <laughs> another personality <laughs> test, and it was like... you're like, you wanted to consider yourself an extrovert? or No, like, he... Well, oh, I know I'm, just, I'm an extrovert. I'm a, oh, okay. But I, I've very obviously known for a long time yeah, that Danny's an introvert. I'm like, ugh. Extrovert. Yeah, extrovert. Sorry, <laughs> extrovert. And then every time she's like, oh, I'm such an introvert, I just, I, internally, I make the noise, ugh. Yeah. Well, okay, so I used to be an introvert. So I asked some people in, psych- in the psychology industry, I was like, can you switch? And you actually can based on yeah, your environment. Yeah, we're not all one thing. Yeah, I know. so I've evolved. So I was an introvert because I was surrounded by people and needed an oasis to go back and recharge. Oh, yeah. Now I live alone. Yeah. And I'm graduated. I'm not around people as much. My job is very isolating. I am obsessed with people. If I can't get Where my you hands get your on your energy, com- that exactly. means extrovert. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, psychology. So, <laughs> so since I graduated, since I moved into my own apartment, okay. since I'm single, I crave people so much to get energy. When I'm by myself, I'm just like, what is the point? Like, Oh, no. It's just like... That makes sense. So now it's... And not, not in the, like Not a, the what is the okay. point. That's not yeah, the yeah. No, I don't think that makes sense That sounded that. really dark, but I, I meant what's the point of like being by myself when I can be with people, not what's yeah. the point of life. Let me okay. What's the point that. of being? Yeah, what's, if I'm by oh, what is the point? Oh. Sorry, I did not... I love your reaction. I did not... I got so scared. Yeah, no, no. All good. Very healthy. We're good. We're good. Yeah. I mean, healthy is relative, yeah. but... Yeah, I like I like to go on hikes. Like I like to be alone a lot and yeah. like think about things. And, I've like, always admired that you did that. Like a lot of her Instagram was like hiking content. Yeah. Hikes. yeah. Oh, those are cool. Yeah. And I'm, I used to do that, but again, like I'm like I want a friend to go with. I don't want to go by yeah, myself. Yeah, I don't <laughs> feel like I need that. Hmm. But like I know now that I have my roommates back, like I was alone all summer, so like that did get a little bit lonely yeah. living mm-hmm. alone and having no one. But also it was great. So like. I don't know. At a certain point, I needed a little bit, but then sometimes it's too overwhelming for me. I yeah. 
So then without, so for me, like when I live alone, social media entertains me a lot. Oh, that's why it's comforting because it's a connection to other people well, even when you're well, alone. Well, I, did, I didn't really finish the story, but yeah. like I, I look up hashtags. So one night I was feeling really stressed. So I had a bath. I lit candles all around my house. I put soothing nice. music on and I scrolled through the hashtag anxiety, which if you've never done, I really recommend it. Um, you can't because you don't have social media, <laughs> which is the basis of this podcast that you just deleted it all. Yeah. Um, but I did that and it would it was like motivational stuff, but it was not motivational like <laughs> where it's like a t-shirt where it's like calm is serenity. And you're like, it's <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, is that supposed to help me? Um, but it would be like, OK, stop when you're really stressed, take a breath and like text someone you love. Or, like, something yeah. like that. Like, it was helpful things that That's I really nice. felt comforted by. And so, like, that was a an outlet that I was like, this is a really cool part of Instagram. Or but you could just read a self-help book about I anxiety, hate I guess. self-help books. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't them. do that, but... I know. People are like, you should meditate and read all these, like... Uh, I started meditating, though. I like it. But people try to get me to read books about... My ex bought me two books about uh, mindfulness. Oh. oh! And I was like... That's not cool. I have a... I had a friend... Uh, say her dad got her a book about making friends. Oh. Oh, honey, oh, sweetie, no. Wow. She actually read it. Did yeah. she make Power more friends? Power to her. Wow. It was apparently not great advice. <laughs> Did I you read think. the mind? It was, like, mostly to do with, like, interview stuff. Oh, interesting. Oh. weird. Is that how you make friends? Yeah, we interview Like, it friends? was, like, an interview-style way of... I mean, I help. guess we're technically interview-styling. Yeah, that's yeah. what this is, sort of. <laughs> sort of and then of. we're going to be friends after. We're just chit-chatting. Forever. We're chit-chatting. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the mindfulness books? Nope. Uh, I don't know if that had more to do it's with It's hard when someone forces I... you to also, do something. Well, my ex and I didn't break up on the best of terms. So it was the... after you no, broke up. He no. gave you these books. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be so aggressive. No, it was oh. it was the Christmas before. So uh, it was Christmas, okay. and then we broke up in May. That would be Hall of Fame level petty. Oh, my God. That, yeah. would, be that would be the most. Oh. That's a you power move. You need to move. work on yourself. Well, the, but the way he gave books. it to me, like, yeah. I know he had the best intentions, but he right. was like, I'm hoping this will make you less stressed. If <laughs> you were to give somebody self-help books after you break up with them, that's the ultimate it's not me, it's you. Oh my god. Like, fully, this is you. Y'all would have to help me hide a body if that happened. <laughs> you would help me hide the body. <laughs> We'd all I'm want not to hide this. the body. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's out. No, no snitches. No snitches. <laughs> snitches get stitches. You heard it here first. <laughs> but can you tell me why you deleted your social media? Yeah, I'm curious. Um, I think I just got overwhelmed by it. And it also had to do with, like, the fact that I was also on, like, online dating sites, too, at oh, the so same time. Oh, so you deleted time. those, too? It was at the same time, yeah. You did all of it. You did I a clean slate. A, yeah, clean slate. I just wanted, like, a simpler life. And how many days clean are you? Um. Alcoholics <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous. I was addicted to social media. Um, I think it was, an, uh, well, it was before I went to the cottage. So that was, like, August 28th. Oh, so you're in, like, step okay. two. So we're like a month in. Okay. I don't feel Who's different. Who's your sponsor? Really. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can stop that bit. Um, <laughs> you don't feel different? I have different things I focus on now. I don't, I don't like, I don't know. I've like, I've been consciously making an effort. Like, you know, when you're bored and you just yeah. flip open your phone. Like I see people do it all the time before class. Like there's no reason people should be looking at their phones, but I feel like it's like a way for them to default. not look bored. Like they have oh, yeah. nothing going on. Like they're waiting for. A, we're all waiting for a class. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's what we have going on. Is yeah, the class. like you don't. But like people stare at their phone, and I don't know. I just like 
I don't, I got sick of like, you know, always having headphones in all the time. I think before I would put headphones in on the bus because like it overwhelmed me, like hearing a bunch of people's conversations. Same. Mm -hmm. But in a way, always having headphones in, that started overwhelming me. Interesting. And like, I felt like I wasn't really seeing what was going on in life. And so, yeah. Is, so social media was overwhelming because it wasn't allowing you to see what was really happening in life? Yeah. I think it was like, I think it was in a way like inhibiting me from like having a good life. Hmm. Okay. Because I was like falling back on social media. Like in a way, like that's the same with the dating sites, you know, like, mm. well, I have this going on yeah. on my phone, so I don't need anything in real life. Like I don't need to like start up a conversation with someone. Yeah. Right. 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 It's so, a safety blanket and it's, yeah. it's you're not you're less vulnerable because you're not physically there. Yeah. So do you find that your creativity has expanded a little bit more since? I do. Yeah. Um, I've honestly, like, I think uh, I want to, like, better my knowledge about photography, too. Like, Oh, my God. You, like, I would buy your work, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, You're praising me, too. No, Kate, so Caitlin is, like, obsessed with photography, and she, like, yeah. is building her equipment and everything, and she is she was obsessed with your Instagram. Like, she would send me messages being like, oh, my God, Sarah's latest post so good. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. Like, very talented. Very nice. Like, I remember you going through, like, your high school stuff, which like you're not really good in high school like everyone's just learning i don't think i was very good either though. my photos were so bad and i looked at yours and i was like oh damn she got it she understood what they she were gets doing. art yeah. <laughs> and so i just like even if you look around your room too you can see like their creativity and the little touches of sarah so i just like as much as i'm like whoa you deleted all your social media like i could i would never do that but it's cool to say like oh but you could put that energy into other that's outlets. what i felt like i felt like my life was just I was like just wasting too much time and I like need to be doing yeah. more with my life you know you feel like there's better things you could use your time yeah because like I read I read this statistic where the amount of time that people spend on social media like how many times you look at your phone yeah per day and like it adds up to multiple years of your life are just oh, being God. spent on like it's, it's well over That's five so gross over I the don't course of your entire that. lifetime it's well over five years of your life are being spent purely just on social media wow and I was just watching this TED Talk or something recently about um, the impact of boredom. And so if you're not bored, then your brain doesn't get to this like static state where then it starts to look for those outlets of creativity and those outlets of like, oh, now I'm bored. I need to like fill with like random thoughts and daydreaming and like all this I love stuff. Daydreaming. Exactly. And so the the social media and the constantly being on your phone when you're bored like that before the class thing and like yeah. when you're just walking around campus or walking around life um you miss out on that boredom factor you miss out on that daydreaming where yeah. you, you have creative thought um yeah. and so but then i had this conversation where and i don't know if you relate to this but i would then put like background stuff on like uh like uh soothing music that's more like instrumental when so that i can create around. a creatively think yeah okay. or like when i'm in my house like or i'll put on yeah. like a monotonous podcast and my brain naturally like i'm not listening and i am just daydreaming off into the abyss oh. but like i am able to do it with content yeah i don't think i can just sit in silence i don't oh. think i'm capable of doing that i did that for a bit like i don't know there was just like a certain point where like i don't want to wear headphones anymore like i need to but then you know all the students came back. Like this was just in the summer, so like yeah, when there's not a lot of when people. there's too much noise. Yeah, like I, at the library, like I don't know, 
um, I need to, like, have headphones on. Sometimes, like, I don't even have music on, though. It's just, like, a, they're, like, noise-canceling over the head. Oh, see, it, yeah. it stresses me to have headphones in with nothing. Like, to have that dead oh. noise. Oh, that stresses me it out. It just muffles the noise a little bit. Half the time that, ha- like, just that scenario you're describing where you just put something on, you're abs- it's absolutely in the background, that happens to me sometimes, and then whatever I'm listening to ends, but I'm not really listening to it, and I don't notice for, like, half an hour, and there's just silence. And hmm. I'm just doing whatever I was doing. Hmm. Yeah. I, I do that with get my into habits, you know, like immediately coming home and turning on your computer or whatever. It's like an escape. It's and I yeah. find like those things are your your I find the the reason I find social media can be so addicting even to me and those exact things like the habits of coming home turning on yeah. your computer or listen. It's cuz you just it's you don't or you're not using your brain. It's not an actively engaging your brain mm-hmm. situation. You can just unplug and just mindlessly scroll and yeah. then double tap to like or unless you're like constantly commenting on things it's not really in like using your brain and so it's just a nice like it's a little unplug mindlessly do something which i think is comforting for some people and i definitely think that's a a, yeah like people say that about video games right that's exactly home uncheck like sometimes you need that but like yeah so have a nap i don't know (laughs) i was gonna ask you what your escape is um, I do like music, so like I was pretty sure you had a record player, and yes. then I was like, the Lauren Hill I think was a record, so then I was yeah. like, is yeah. it a record player? It yeah, is. yeah, yeah. I do like music, so that's nice. That's a good escape. Reading, yeah. yeah, you know, Netflix. Netflix, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I am more troubled by my addiction to Netflix than I am with my addiction to social media. I've been able to just watch an episode now. Like, whoa. no, I've whoa. been able to do I that. I can't do that. Holy, teach us your ways. But also have school. You know, that's like I that got was, school, so I gotta that was focus. When I watched more. the most. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do sh- that during exam time, which is the worst. When I should have been studying, when you really want to check out. Yeah, yeah, because during exam time, you're like I'm not motivated to study. Yeah, I'm stressed. This is making me stressed. I want to unplug, listen, uh, watch some Netflix. I've gotten into the bad habit of watching Netflix when I eat almost every meal. I can't just sit there and eat. If I'm by myself, I yeah. need to have something going at the same I'm time. I'm the same. I'm like, this is my time for relaxation. Okay, end the episode, and then I'm going to, like, work after I eat, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I, every morning, have breakfast at my kitchen table with my coffee, my orange juice, my vitamins, and my breakfast. And I don't Do have... breakfast? <laughs> I, feel like I, said breakfast I sit at my table for breakfast <laughs> okay. and eat my breakfast. Yes, okay, okay, um, okay. And I don't have any media content. I sit Whoa. and I stare at the window and I like think. That's usually, sort of like meditation usually I have like way, music right? on or a podcast. Okay. But yeah. I'm not scrolling. I'm not watching Netflix. Yeah. I'm just like Whoa. in my space, and it, and it's always my apartment faces like the sun's coming up. So it's just so it's just what a, it's just gorgeous. What a great way to get some mindfulness into your life. Did you read a book? <laughs> No. <laughs> came to you by yourself. I, I don't need no book. That's right. I don't need no book. Get out of here. Ain't no book telling me how to live you know, my life. Did you burn that book? That would make great kindling. Oh my God. We just had like both the same of like, oh, let's Ooh, do it. Let's do it. <laughs> but like, because, okay, so there's two books he got me. I Sorry to go back to this, but it just makes me laugh. I think this is just going to go full circle so of many times. One of the books yeah. actually looks interesting. The other book is Mindfulness for Dummies. Oh, dog i feel like giving anybody a gift with the word for dummies in the title yeah, yeah, yeah. Dummy. Just, yeah, yeah, dummy. <laughs> yeah dummy. Basically... here's a book you big dumb idiot <laughs> fuck <laughs> that's how i interpreted that oh my god oh. learn to read oh that's too funny and read this book that's so hilarious <laughs> So the best part of Sarah and I's uh, relationship is yeah. that her birthday is my half birthday, yes. and my birthday is her half birthday. 
Whoa. And so when it's our birthdays, I think, I think the the I real got a best present part. one time. I think on your half birthday, yeah, I'm pretty for, sure. Like, some chick flick, I think I got. Yeah. He, he's just not that into Well, we always text whatever. each other, like, happy birthday, and then the other one will say, like, happy, happy half, half birthday. birthday. Okay, that's, that's hella cute. I was about to make a joke, but I can't anymore because I'm going to be an asshole. It was really but That's hella cute. I was going to say, I think the real best part of your relationship is that you track half birthdays. Yeah, but you can't not notice it. No, you, yeah, that's fair. 22nd, 22nd. But then the yeah. fact that you guys are like, happy half birthday, happy birthday, that's cute. I, yeah. I'm an asshole for making a joke. <laughs> I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, Fucking how does uh, social media stress you? Okay, that's interesting. So for me, social media isn't... Um, I guess I do uh, inadvertently use it as an escape. I don't mean to. Like, I don't see it as that. To me, a book or a video game or spending time with just Lex is that escape for me. I do see, like, like I use it just absentmindedly Well, you know, you're in bed or whatever. So in that sense, it is. But for me, it doesn't stress me in the way of I feel like I have to put an image of myself on oh. social media. I don't feel like I have to be anybody that I'm not. In fact, if you look at my Twitter profile picture, it is a really uh, very bad picture of me eating a sandwich. I'm like, pulling it up. In, like, someone took this photo of me as I was not expecting it. A sandwich is halfway in my mouth. Like, And I think that's hilarious. And that's the kind of stuff I post. We're going to post it on our Instagram for our no fans. Shame. It'll be on the Instagram. That's <laughs> hashtag content. That's like it's not. A, it's just, oh my god! That's my Twitter profile picture. That's amazing. Hot. Like I just the things <laughs> I post, I post for me because I think they're funny. Hot things. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Shoot. What what part of social media does stress me out? And I've heard this a lot. Is that especially Instagram is bad for this? But it at times it gives me a lot of insecurities about um, my own life. And I think you alluded to this earlier, Sarah. But like. People are always posting their greatest successes. Like, you see those posts of, like, 23, and we have a car, a house, stable-paying jobs, and all that kind of shit. Like, I just... And then you're like, oh, but I'm I'm $50,000 in student debt living in my mom's mm-hmm. basement. And it's just not... Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just that kind of stuff. Um, and you just get... Uh, you just start comparing yourself to where other people are in their their journey which yeah. is so different than your journey i know you can't compare yourself ever no you compare can't because how can oh you my god you're so catchy with these phrases <laughs> compare and despair oh, i didn't also, come up with it <laughs> oh oh you didn't no oh, i would have given you i've credit. heard it before oh okay yeah yeah so i'm i was just thinking like maybe i'm too sensitive for social media oh. like um i can't help but think like before i post something like how are people going to view this? Yeah. You know, like, is this true to myself? And oh, yada, yada, okay. yada. So, oh. like, I don't know. Huh. That became overwhelming to me. Interesting. Having, did you feel like you had to please everybody with what you were posting? I cared about what people thought. I don't know how you can't. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, you saw my Twitter profile picture. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I do a little bit. Um, I don't know why. Did you, did you... Um, feel like you were putting forward an authentic version of yourself and that in that authenticity it would be judged like you were being vulnerable or did you put out a carefully crafted version of yourself and you were worried that it would if it would hit home like it would actually yeah like uh, when I was taking pictures and stuff I felt like that was kind of like a therapy for me like it felt good and therapeutic and then then when I put it out there then I'm like what are people gonna think and stupid you know likes on instagram i don't really i i don't know 
it bothered me. You, you like I kind I kind of get that because when you post something and you don't get as many likes as you see everybody else getting, and it's it's lacking validation. Like it's an opportunity. You for see validation. people getting a bunch of likes on their selfies. Yeah, and I'm like, like, you and, also have your sister who. I don't care. No, but I but like. <laughs> Also, I don't compare to her. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I was just curious. So that's interesting that you were like immediately. No, I don't. So, no. but I was gonna say different. in this podcast how much research I've done into the marketing of a brand on Instagram. Like I've never really taken that seriously, um, because I've never done a business. That's my roommate. <laughs> I've never done a. <laughs> She's quite loud. <laughs> a business on Instagram. This was the first yeah. real attempt at it, and and so I've realized how disingenuine and um, fabricated the likes and and the network is, oh, and man. how much work you have to put in. Like when I said they recommended you do ten interactions a day with people in your industry, so I'm supposed to like, comment, or reshare stuff from major podcasts or ma- uh, people in the podcast industry in order to continue to build my network. And if I'm uh, not doing that, I'm probably not going to get likes. I'm probably going to stagnate at like a hundred uh, uh, people and that's it. So yeah. it's like when they, people who have these personal Instagrams that are their brand, they yeah. dedicate like their entire people lives. People use it as a job. Like a lot of celebrities too. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. And, and, and that's They try to sell me. their clothing line or whatever. Mm. So you got to think of it that way. Like people are trying to make money off of, it's not their life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's financially, they're benefiting from making their life seem better than it actually is. Yeah. The more followers they get, the more people they have looking at them being like, oh, I want my life to be like this, or I want to see more of that, that they make more money. I get so in my head about all these things and I'm like, is anything real? (laughs) Yes, I love those kind of thoughts because I'm like, I stare at these carefully crafted Instagrams sometimes and I zone out because I'm like, like, I can't help but stare at them for so long being like, you look so perfect here, but I like know that that's not real. Do you ever see the like, yeah, like how they deconstruct like the Kardashians pictures and it's like they just like move this like a touch out like their butt or they're yeah. like yeah. move the cheekbones up here. Totally. Well, or like just seen... model photo shoots in general. Like they, the behind the... the scenes. Yeah, of the people who do the Photoshop editing. Mm-hmm. There's Holy a lot of cool mercy. like um, Instagram the... accounts about like being real and showing mm-hmm. your like stretch marks yeah. and all that mm-hmm. stuff which is great. Like body positivity stuff. Yeah. Which is a whole other reason social media is really, really, I think if you let it get out of if you forget what it's for if you lose sight of what social media is yeah then i can feel like it can have a lot of ramifications about your own personal image and your own uh the way you perceive your body right mm-hmm. like body positivity stuff isn't necessarily what's most popular on instagram no. i have an issue where i've said this to many people before i don't think i could live in the downtown of a big city because everyone's so fucking hot yeah. All the t- everyone Everyone's... looks on point yeah. in Toronto when so I go stressful. down there. Legit, every time I'm downtown, I was like, "How is everybody this attractive?" And then I'm just this small town river troll. Like, me too. <laughs> Look at me. Oh shit. Walking I through downtown. What New York's like probably right? way worse. I having been in L.A. Oh my. What? Oh, L.A. would be worse. What? Why? L.A. Oh well, my I, God. that one's not wise. I know why everyone's so attractive there, but like, They're making it's just money off their attractiveness. Yeah, it's just it's just stop being so attractive. 
And then I find that that exact same feeling, and I'm just realizing this recently, that same feeling that I have when I'm in downtown of a big city, I get when I'm on social media. Yeah. Because you follow these people, these models, these celebrities, these... You make up a fantasy about what their life is. Or, or what you strive to be. You, you put that as the image that you want to be like that. Or even just like, to me, I don't necessarily want... Like, I follow this model, this this female model on Instagram. Yeah. But <laughs> So I don't want my life to be like hers, but... I think seeing that constantly isn't good for me and my perception of what my life is. Like I yeah. I'm surrounded by beautiful people inside and out and I don't like I to me beauty isn't just measured in someone's physical appearance, but then all I'm seeing on my Instagram is these impossibly attractive people. Right. That are public figures know. for their beauty that so I don't know. So many times I've done like, well, like before I've deleted Instagram altogether. Like I've like deleted a bunch of people that I follow. I'm like, this is unhealthy that I'm seeing these people. Interesting. I did that like last week. I was yeah. I was following a bunch of models and I was like, why the why? Why? What am I? Yeah. What, what what am I benefiting from seeing people way hotter than me all the time? <laughs> and there's liking. They're being the two hundred six millionth like on their photo. How's that helping me? Yeah. I'm a hoarder. So uh, with social media. Because I personally think it's a, a database it provides me so much access to like everything. Yeah. Like so many, what I'm so obsessed well with, with I don't. is like everybody is, the way I see it, I'm like everybody is choosing to put this much of their life out in the public eye. And so it is my right and my responsibility to look at it all. Interesting. But that's interesting because you just, we just went over the point that maybe it's not their yeah. life. That it's not necessarily that the, their but life. I love reading into it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I know what they're getting from the way they posed in this photo. And I'll read the comments and be like, oh, or if I see some carefully crafted thing that I'm like, oh, this actually is like this situation. I'll look in the comments to see if anybody else is thinking the same train of thought I am. Like, I'm so obsessed with the access. But that's also going directly against the point I just made, which is that people are so much more than their social media presence. And if you're going to, if you're going to make, like, use the social media presence to, uh, to try to understand these people or like read into it. I there's no possible way I can do that with the people I follow on Instagram. And then that's why I'm having that disconnect between real people and these social media people. But I take it as a challenge like the more fake and the more brand you look, the more I'm like, "Oh, I want to figure out what makes you tick." Like it's just like this obsession where I'm like What if it's as simple as what say money? What if it's literally because they they're the fact that their Instagram is branded and they yeah, look not, a certain no, way, they're not, making a lot of money. Not why they have an Instagram. It's like who they actually are. No, that, that's my point, though. You're creating a image for them. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's my point, is that if, if what they're putting out there isn't who they are because what they're putting out there is what's making them money, not what representing themselves. Yeah, but so my when I say challenge accepted, it's like... I'm going to look for the little clues in what you think is your carefully crafted brand that shows me your your what real I person. think is your real self. Oh, okay. So to clarify, you're not doing this for celebrities because they have brand managers. And they have people, like half celebrities yeah, don't post their like, own it's really It's more like them. people. Yeah, like, it's just yeah, people you know. Or like, like pseudo-celebrities. I, yeah. See, I have like an opposite thought on that. I start feeling uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't need to know all this information no. about someone's oh, life. Obsessed. Like, I'm like, this feels wrong, you know? Oh, I'm like, give it to me. Um, no, because I'm, yeah, I'm like... <laughs> sure, people know what they're doing and they're posting it, but they don't know who's looking. Like, it's just... It's I'm with weird. you, and if I'm gonna find out that information, I'd want to find it out in person. It's so weird to know who's looked at your account, what they're doing when they're I, looking. If whatever. that information's available to track, I don't want to know. Like when LinkedIn gives you notifications, like X person looked at your profile. I'm like, great. I don't care. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't care. Well, what I was going to say is I don't care who looks at mine because I carefully craft my brand to look exactly the way I want it to. (laughs) Um, Which, like, I'm... I self-identify as a hypocrite, so I just want everybody in the room to know that, that I very much recognize that I don't practice what I preach, or I, like... That's uh, hard to. Uh, like, I... At all times, yeah. I want to see... I don't think anyone's Authenticity when I look at social media. I want insight into your life, and I look for that, but then I don't give a lot of insight to my life, because that's vulnerability, and I don't like that. <laughs> I like to be vulnerable, but, like, I'd rather do it face-to-face than... Yeah, Out and I and I think and too, whatever. and that's why I think I hide my vulnerability from the like internet. I'd rather be- it come from me, right? Exactly. Is that yeah. but is that partly because you want to control who sees your vulnerability? Because yeah. you just made yes. that. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that's for me too. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I don't I, want everyone seeing me being vulnerable. I'm not a celebrity. Like I don't need that. But then um, I decided to start a podcast uh, <laughs> that is like based around vulnerability, and I actually like. I consider this a form of media content you're gonna be like, online. I just want a private life. Well, that's, that's what, what I, you're going to be like. Ashay and I had like so many conversations because we're yeah. putting the most true and real versions of ourselves on the internet, yeah. and not even on a, a social media that's controlled where I can set my privacy settings. We're putting it on the internet, yeah. like on iTunes, the- like anybody can search us. But anyways, we're putting this podcast out there, and like I had to really, even when I started my blog, my blog was the first thing that really was like. Oh, I'm being real. I'm being vulnerable on the internet. Mm. Like this isn't what I. I know that that hard to do. It's so challenging. Yeah. And then people think because you put it out there, they have a right to judge it, comment on it, give feedback when I don't ask for it. But that's the risk you have when you put uh, something out there publicly. Yeah. You're saying, hey, you have access to it. Yeah. In the same way that I didn't want to make an anonymous blog. No, because I wanted it to be true to who I was. I'm thinking I'm maybe doing that. What? Oh, that's cool. An anonymous one. Anonymous blog. Oh, okay. okay. Because I journal a lot, I find that therapeutic. Well, there's definitely some posts I've written and wanted to post, but because it's not anonymous, I can't because it's so intense. Like, sometimes my writing is very dark. People do that on non-blog formats. Have you heard of the term Finsta? No. Fake Insta? Oh. People have multiple Instagram oh, accounts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I have heard of this. Like, Finstas, where, like... And, and some people will do, like, they'll make a baby fake. account, like, if they, for their baby, but only friend request their friends, okay. so that it's still media content, but it's, like, a f- uh, photo album for your family. Oh. Just create a fucking photo album. Yes. Of a baby. It's That's a baby. Goal. Yeah, that was my thing with the whole Instagram. I'm like, I want physical memories with my friends. See, I know? think it's efficient to put, like, I like uh, digital photo frames. Like, I'm like... No, 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 no. Digital photo frame. Digital photo frames is one thing, and sending like creating a digital photo album is a different thing. How is but that? But Instagram different? is not a digital. No, photo but if album. it's a fake Instagram, like where you're just controlling, it's just for that purpose. I guess. Like I'm not saying I don't like when people put their kids on their own okay. Instagram accounts. Okay. Like yeah, publicly, yeah. no, 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 no. But yeah. if you were to make, I like the idea of a fake Instagram account. Yeah, and it, I think it's really common. I think it's more Pet common than you think. Pet Instagrams, or even like I know everybody thinks they're entitled to make their pet. Instagram. I'm like Insta famous. Can you get money from that? <laughs> Probably. Which okay, so the fin- I I know some people in high school at least people used Finstas for a different reason where like I know a girl that had an Instagram where she just posts whatever like her regular posts where that she wants people to see, but then she wanted somewhere to post more risque photos that she felt that she needed to take. Right. And she wanted to like like pretty risque photos. Like people use Visco for that, but she just created a separate Instagram account and oh. posted it on there. Huh. I am fascinated by I have the so many idea. Thoughts. 
yeah. where okay. this conversation is. Okay, go. Because I have a funny I, story I, I, I want to tell, too. Okay, so I think a, a, an idea for, like, another topic could be going back to, like, what your first social media was kind of thing. Because you had, like, MySpace, right? I did not. You didn't have MySpace. I, I had so, MSN. Because was I, I, wasn't a, I wasn't allowed social media for a really long time. Yeah. And so everybody had MySpace when I wasn't allowed. Yeah, it was I a remember lot. on a hockey trip. We were all communicating via DSs. Like there was like a chat. <laughs> yes. I didn't even have a phone before that. Oh my god, that's so. We were, funny. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, I remember. I, I like wouldn't swear. Like they were all like swearing. You know, like like that was cool. And I would do like little stars, and they made fun of me. <laughs> Um, what I was going to say is looping back to your blog. Yeah. So for me, I didn't like when I was compartmentalizing my life and I, I was choosing like when and where vulnerability was appropriate. And we've talked right. about this on previous episodes that like I wanted to make vulnerability something accessible to all parts of my life and to use it as a tool and like something that was a strength in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be curious, like, what is an anonymous blog going to give you that like journaling in a Word document or a physical notebook isn't? I guess... For someone else to like, who had similar thoughts okay, to help so them. Like a community. Yeah, it's like a way to relieve stress. Whatever for me, I don't know. Do you like writing? Do and you... I like writing. Yeah, and I want to better myself with writing. So mm. I just, I don't know. Maybe I could make a job out of it or whatever. Totally. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's it's cool that um, I would consider us both creative people. I think it's it's a cool trait to have in a family. You know, or, yeah. is your family creative, Ashe? Would you consider yourself creative? I don't consider myself creative. Because hmm. I think you are. You did stand-up. Like, you have to have some creativity to do stand-up. I guess. I just... Artsy I've... creative. I think there's different ways yeah, to look maybe. at creativity, I guess. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe that's true. I, I just... My perception of myself is not as a creative person. I think I'm a very... Where do your ideas come from? I just... I don't know. I just think of them. <laughs> my ideas come from me So being literal. Just... <laughs> I just... I'm a weird human being, and I have weird thoughts. Like... I have a great example of a weird thought, actually, and, yeah. it, and it relates to social media. Do you guys remember, um, and a lot of the body positivity stuff we've talked about, so it would be like when you were in grade 9, I was probably grade 10, 11, um, you were uh, starting your pension. Oh my god. <laughs> no, you're, you're 42, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'm kidding. So you were probably in university, but um, when I was in grade 10 or 11, thigh gaps became like a big thing. Mm. They, they Tumblr. Came really, Tumblr. Was it Tumblr? Yeah. Did that? Tumblr. Tumblr did that? I think Tumblr is just not good. I would, I lo- what I would, is like, like, I would like to talk about Tumblr at I've the very end. I've been thinking a lot about Tumblr throughout this whole conversation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> We've okay. all been tuned out because we're thinking about Tumblr. Tumblr. I've deleted it many times. I've never like deleted it because I use it for very Yeah, you never delete per- anything, do you? Nope, I've, I hoard it. I think I actually Tumblr. got a MySpace just to say I got an account. Sorry. I fully thought you had MySpace. I, well, I think I did to just say that I had it. Did, right. wait, did you ever have MySpace? No. Neither did I. It was before yeah. me. It I was before that. our time. <laughs> See? She, she's calling you old, too. It's not just me. I know. I get God. it, guys. Yes. I yeah. creep Up when top. I move. <laughs> but um, back to thigh gap, because right. I would love to talk about thigh gap, because also, I very much don't have one. Yeah. No, we're curvy. Me <laughs> either. <laughs> Runs in the yes. family. Now, I don't think... Is it a guy thing, too? What, having a thigh gap? Yeah. No, because we have a... Penis. Penises go there. No, it's okay. So the the weirdness of me, which kind of ties into this, is so right. thigh gaps became a really big thing. And then, not to make anybody so self conscious on social media, but I think around that time is when social media really blew up. Yeah. And that's where body image issues started to come to light about social media because I remember being on, um, I don't know if it was Instagram. There was some probably a, a photo sharing app. I was never on Tumblr, 
but there was some kind of photo sharing app where I remember sitting with some guys and like pe- girls would post photos and they'd immediately point out the thigh gap or like girls would post photos that emphasize their thigh gap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just remember specifically dudes like gravitating immediately to the thigh gap or like pointing it out and being like, that's my favorite part of this photo or that's my favorite part of the girl. And that's so bizarre. It's bizarre. And to, and to like most people, thigh gaps, I think are associated with like weight yeah. Or so I've learned now. Yeah. But for me, being the weird human being I am, I thought that when a dude pointed out a thigh gap, to me, I interpret that as like, oh, this guy's really insecure about his sexuality. Because to me, he was saying, ah, yes, there's nothing more attractive than the clear absence of a penis. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so when you explained this to me yeah. the first time, I didn't understand what you were saying. And so I had a friend who we all hypothesized was uh, not straight, but he yeah. identified as straight. Okay. And he used to throw out these, like, very aggressive sentences. He was not an aggressive guy. Right. But he'd be like, oh, yeah, I was hanging out with a bunch of hot girls this weekend. And everybody would just be, like, cringe because you'd be like, you know, you don't have to say that. Like, nothing yeah. about what you said was believable. So what O'Shea's saying is, like, these guys are uncomfortable with their sexuality. So they're pointing at and being like, oh, so hot. Women. Yes. Yes. I like right. them. I definitely like female boobies on women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Humans, females, <laughs> yes, is what I, I'm attracted to. I I like the the females and hanging out with them. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I have a theory that every single dude to me in high school that said to me in high school that yo the most attractive part of a girl is a thigh gap. One hundred percent of those people are gay now. Don't fact check that, but it's definitely true. One hundred percent. Again, yeah. don't fact check and it's that. So or funny. they just themselves have body image issues. Well, yeah. I thought right? more it was like they were super superficial. Yeah. And to think that like that, I, I don't understand why it's hot personally. And also in order to do it, you really have to like, when, like distort your body. Like even thin yeah. girls, like, I don't know. I just don't find it attractive. I Everyone's like cur- curvy beautiful. women. Everyone's beautiful in their own way. That's <laughs> a really good thing to close this story out is everybody's beautiful yeah. in their own way. Yeah, like yeah. don't try to be like... A, like a certain thing like you're never gonna make your body do that and people were getting like because some people it's all based on the design of your hips too mm-hmm. yeah. um and so it's not necessarily always weight related um because yeah. you can have a really thin girl your that has narrow rub hips. together mm. so i was but some girls and women were getting surgery to get a thigh, thigh gaps gap. so when yeah. you told me the thigh gap conversation i was thinking of the equivalent for women um, straight women and specifically for me uh, <laughs> is the arrows the hip uh, bones on a guy really hot like it's like the arrow leading to the but what about the V in the back the V in the oh yeah the shoulders um, eh, not so much not as good as the... no I love the, the hips when they like do you know the V that she's talking about yeah I've seen like you know like modeling guy photos where they yeah. have like the track pants down low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but why it. is that attractive? I don't get it. It's pointing to the treasure. <laughs> we should have like a list of <laughs> definitions of like what treasure means. I'm stressed about that. I'm stressed, <laughs> I'm stressed about that response. My thought. Am I wrong? What was your thought, Sarah? <laughs> oh, I was just thinking about how I used Pinterest before. Like I saved photos, like mm-hmm. body image photos to lose Whoa. weight interesting in high school i'm obsessed I'm with transformation transformation tuesday in high school that's one of my favorite unhealthy instagram hashtags to look up right i get lost and i'm like i could do a transformation should i take before photos and then i, just I keep think that having should before just be photos. for yourself right like you're trying to get validation i feel like these people you know when yeah a little that? bit yeah 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 like yeah. why else would like you? the before and afters yeah. oh yeah yeah and that's why like um a lot of people will post like uh this is a bit of a criticism that may have controversy and i'm okay with that and feel free to disagree with me but 
when people post like transformation photos, I think it's still an obsessive part of eating and dieting and validation, like you guys said. And so I'm like, I don't necessarily think it's healthier than like any other spectrum of unhealthiness in body image. Like when you show that back to back and you're like obsessed with this like new version of yourself, I'm like, that's just as unhealthy. You haven't dealt with the root problem of your insecurity. Yeah. So Mm. I really struggle, even though I'm obsessed with them. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, one day I could transform. Because I used to, like, <laughs> for body image, like, I've always struggled with my own body. And, like, always, stri- like, I'll be like, oh, by this time I'll be transformed. And I'll look back and be like, oh, my God, I was so heavy before. I, like, have the thought process that I get excited about of, like, the after part when I see all these captions of, like, look at that girl two years ago. Like, she was so depressed and so unhappy. And, like, now I just feel so great. And, like, I've gone through those moments where I'm like, oh, if I get to that point. And I've I've worked really hard to get to a point where I agree that this is my body and this is who I am. Yeah. But I used to genuinely believe that I had, like, the fat version on top of me and I had like the skinny version that I used to be inside that I just had to get to. Interesting. Yeah. I really struggled. I think, with. yeah, I think in high school I just didn't eat much and then, mm. and I got stressed and then I ate a lot. <laughs> and, then, and then I got, yeah, I got that. I don't know. Like you're, I think you're just young and naive and you just think weird things sometimes about body image. Yeah. And also like it has to do, I guess with your parents. And I mean, I don't know you can cut this out but I mean like I feel like your mom always like talked about body image issues yes she's right? a really hard time with uh... and my mom's always been thin and I don't look like her I'm like curvy and Bridget was like always thin right yeah. so like Bridget's her sister okay yeah so yeah I did think that for a while and now I'm like I just want to be strong like that's like yeah. healthy to me like I want to be able to do stuff yeah I think you know I stopped doing sports for a while so then I got like a little chubby and I'm like, I got to do something about this. That's for me. Yeah. Did, did deleting social media help you get to that point? I don't, I think we've gone on a long trip. Like yeah, this was... was not really related to why I deleted social media. <laughs> but, like, but I yeah. like, I like it trying to, to make it a circle. I like that. I don't know. I was just curious. No, I genuinely. Also, well, cause you mentioned Pinterest. So I think yeah. it was like, yeah, that was, you know, also you mentioned Tumblr earlier and your Ooh. thoughts on it. I that was a this. while back. I, yeah. Let's talk about Tumblr. I deleted Pinterest a way back, but yeah, Tumblr. Both of you know, I have, I'm very comfortable talking about sexuality and sex because I believe that, especially for women, it should not be taboo and we shouldn't have to be a certain version of, like... I was thinking about Instagram before, like, about the nipple blur. Oh, free the nipple. Free the nipple. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're still, like, on this. This is, like, feminism. Yeah. (laughs) Free the nipple. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Tumblr actually has a very large porn community. Um, And I've heard, especially because porn isn't accessible to women, because it's made by men and designed for men. And so the content, for the most part, is not appealing to most women. Mm. And statistically, the highest searched porn thing on Pornhub is lesbian sex for women. Like, uh, uh, the highest search that women search, I mean, Mm. is lesbian sex because it's the most accessible. Isn't it? Well, it's not necessarily, it's not about like, necessarily who makes it it's what's coming in the content it's a little better (laughs) but still there's Um, not that much out there that's great yeah exactly read lesbian erotica (laughs) (laughs) no but honestly 
so there's like I've watched a couple documentaries of um, female uh, directors in the porn industry and how they really talk about like bringing sensuality and and erotica into it because it's so not accessible for women like it's just a huge problem Um, anyways so Tumblr actually has a huge community that uh, I didn't know that that is very appealing to women because it's it's got a lot more like soft soft core stuff and like Mm. more erotica stuff that is like a lot more tangible for what we're looking for for that like sensuality piece we want to like feel we want to look at something and and know what that feeling is we don't want to look at aggression and like like gross it's just okay is what i'm saying Mm -hmm. (laughs) what but that's not it probably it's like what is its intended reason well it's supposed to be like a a a blogging site like you're supposed to blog and like reshare it's like a cross between instagram and resharing like it's so much of the same stuff all the time like it just, I guess, depends who you're following. I guess. I just wanted to throw in there pro Think. for Tumblr. Okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny because some of my favorite Instagram posts are those posts that are just screen grabs of Tumblr posts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. And there's just a conversation on I the love Tumblr the conversations. thread. Those are hilarious They're to me. They're friggin' hilarious. And I feel oh. like that's where memes came from, too. Memes, right. I have another comment, if you don't mind me interjecting, about um, social media being a comfort for me. Yeah. So I'm obsessed with satisfaction videos, um, or satisfying videos, depending on how you say it. So cake decorating videos are my absolute favorite thing to watch. No, I don't. I don't love the slime one. I like those. Those are good for me. Cake. Oh my god, kinetic sand is my favorite thing of my entire life. It's like cake slime, or is or like phloem. Yeah, I know what you're talking. Like the cornstarch and water mixtures. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to watch videos of people decorating cakes. Like, I get so... I, every, every time I go to bed, like, I just like to watch these. They're just so How's satisfying. How's your eyesight? I have better than 2020, so I nice. feel like I got a number of years for that's social good. media to wreck it. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, like, that's an area like, of comfort for it's me. It's like ASMR for your... Uh, it's a, yeah. AVSR. Oh, my God. AVMR. Words. ASMR really creeps me out. Yeah. Some people are good at it. Some people make it weird. <laughs> well, because I think it's sexualized. And that's... I have a hard time with how much of the internet is sexualized. In a bad way. Almost all of Instagram? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I know I I'm, think the okay. youth are being sexualized too soon. Well, because, like, teenagers right now, it's very common to post bathing suit fi- pictures. So yeah. common. Do you know how I I it's I weird. never post bathing I find, suit like, photos. All, I, like this is my opinion, but like all like teen girls are wasting so much money on like Sephora. Yeah. And all these brands. I mean, I guess we did. No, too. I we had didn't. we had lip smackers when for like fifty when cents. When these things didn't exist, when phones didn't like the amount of money people probably spend oh on their God. phones. But I am interested in that those posting those kinds of things or just posting vulnerable things it's it's because to me inherently uh, a bathing suit photo is a, is a bit of vulnerability like you're exposing yourself a little bit yeah um i'm interested in the anxiety that comes with that like to me if i was if i was to post a photo of myself where my body's on display i know i'd feel really anxious about it like i, I and i i consider myself a confident person mm-hmm. and i i don't have no problems with the way i look but I know, like, just knowing that people are seeing that yeah. and making their own judgments about it constantly, I'd be like, oh, yeah. especially compared to, like, like I mentioned before, forever, right? it's there forever. <laughs> and like I mentioned before, you're scrolling on Instagram and you're going to see me and my dad bod immediately <laughs> next to, like, Joe Manganiello's oh my God, post I mean, coming out of the water. Him. And I'm like, I, I can't have that oh. comparison on me. I 
find, yeah, like, associating, like, Instagram with uh, relationships, too. Like, when people, like, have their significant other in oh, their man. photo. Yes. And then you break up, and then they're gone. You just wipe them. Mm. Yep. That's, I, I don't think that. that's unhealthy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, it made me reevaluate like the presence of somebody on social media. Like, I just had, I actually just had this just thought be today, for you, maybe, right? Of how many people immediately in relationships want to put their profile pictures as the couple photo, and I'm like, yeah, but that's, this is your social media. I just had this thought today. Yet I wanted to put couple photos because I was like, it was the first time I was in love. Like, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. But now, like, given that, like, I've gone through different experiences, I'm now so much more comfortable in my own identity that I'm like, oh, I don't need somebody else in my presence to like get more likes and get more attention and be like, oh my God, cute couple. Like Mm -hmm. be who you are. Like don't change. Mm. It was dramatic. (laughs) In that way though, I feel like that's the issue is that people don't see social media as an extension of self. Yeah. It's like what they've said a few times today is that it's not authentic. Exactly. And to me... In an ideal world, in a utopia, social media is an extension of yourself. Yeah. And everyone's okay with that. Just like most people, I want to disclaimer that, they, oh, the people that I think I consider I, my friends are okay with people being themselves in person. Like, it's, it's a not really a judgmental space. It's a friendly space. It's, mm-hmm. it's a safe space. Yeah. In a utopian world, social media is that because social media is an extension of yourself. Yeah. It's not a carefully crafted thing. Well, it's interesting with social media evolving with the generation that's coming up um, that they're craving more community and more vulnerability online because because it's so online, you like lose out on that personal interaction of it. And so I feel like mm-hmm. the blogs becoming a thing and like podcasts becoming a, a massive movement that I'm like, people are craving that like vulnerability that like you bring yourself into a community. You mm-hmm. want to share that support. And so I it's like podcasts. Like I feel like it's like the new like interview talk show kind of thing. I love it. I like it because it's like not distracting. Seeing those people on those talk shows, and you like get to know like the real person a lot better, and you're not like focusing on I don't know how they look. Yeah, or whatever. it doesn't matter. To the yeah, it's more important. Yeah. I yeah. I love it. I, like I think it's just I get to learn so much information in a really concise way. Yeah. Um, in a way that is engaging to me like yeah i don't have to sit in a lecture hall and i can learn just as much content if not more through a podcast like i am obsessed with them (laughs) i also just think like it's nice because i've I've mentioned this to my friends many times before is that i think a lot of our generation or just people nowadays have are very bad at listening i just think as a society we're terrible at listening and we want to see we want to see we want to touch we want to do but we don't want to listen and listening is something that podcasts are forcing you to do because you can't see, you can't touch, you can't do. Yeah. You have to listen. And that's why I'm so pro-podcast community because it also gets people talking to each other, recommending podcasts and like being like, did you listen to this episode because this impacted my life? Like It's a way to share thoughts and feelings, whereas totally. we're talking about social media being disingenuous. It's so fluffy. So I, crap. I was going to say, Go I feel like we've come to a natural point here where we like to conclude our, our, our episodes with a little game okay. called Big Talk Small Summary. Okay. So what my I always make the question up on the fly, and usually it's pretty intense, um, but we'll talk it out so that you uh, are able to have some time to think about it. Okay. But my question is going to be, if you were going to tell a youth 
coming up into puberty age, so like entering their teenhoods, mm-hmm. um, what piece of advice, like a word or a phrase, would you tell them to help them interact with social media or integrate into their lives or not integrate it? Like, it, what piece of advice would you give t- teens today regarding social media? Uh, I'm trying to think of mine. I would, I'm, just wait. well, I want to steal one that's been done on a different episode because I think I want to apply it to a very, like, to a social media context. So mm. I don't know if that's, like, not creative. I just can't think of a different version of this. But this is what I want to tell, this is what I have told, like, my brother is be prepared. And so that was a, mm. one on our first episode was be prepared. Right. So for me, I'm like, be prepared that when you put content out there, it's viewable. And so be prepared for the, for the ramification. No, but that, I want you to be aware of how much putting a piece of content out there is like, it's in the world. It influences the world. Other people are influenced by it. So you have to be prepared for that. And for the most extreme interpretations of what you're posting, because Mm -hmm. there's going to be the most extremes, no matter what you put out there, there's going to be the people who listen to these episodes and are like, Y'all are fucking crazy. And we have to be prepared for the people who hate what we're saying. But we also have to be prepared for the people who are like diehard fans from day one. Thanks, mom. I really appreciate your support. (laughs) Shout out to mom. Yeah. (laughs) How young are we talking? As young as you want. Yeah, because my advice is like, just wait. I know like... Love that. I know like... I sound like an... Probably like my parents, you know, they're like, you don't need that when I'm younger. And I'm like, no, I want this... Like, I need this now, like a phone or whatever. It's yeah. Like, I didn't really need that looking back, but, like, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I think it's too much. I think there's, like, so much access that someone yes. can have by just having a phone. I don't know. I think just enjoy your youth. Like, why do you need all these things? Yeah, that's I think that's a great, great perspective. <laughs> and I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, you just want, it, like, people to like play in the sand and just hang out with their friends and watch movies and like why do you need to be connected to all these other people Mm -hmm. yeah should be simpler yeah mine's mine's kind of along the same lines um my word or phrase would be be yourself and be with yourself and so what i mean by that is understand what social media is and understand how it works and how people view it and how what you're putting out there's an extension of yourself and therefore be yourself be genuine be prepared for that like you said tying that in be prepared for it but be yourself and then also be with yourself make sure if you're using social media you're making time to disconnect and be with yourself Mm -hmm. and not trying to look at what everyone expects you to be Mm -hmm. or what you feel like social media is telling you that you need to be Mm -hmm. be with your true self and so be yourself and be with yourself is my advice like it I like how you also have a bad habit of picking two <laughs> no i make them because they're catchy <laughs> like it's 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 we'll the be same starting one. swag soon <laughs> yeah be yourself be with yourself yeah. <laughs> front says be yourself the back says be with yourself a photo of danny and i is on either side just our faces amazing i'm eating a sandwich <laughs> this is great i'd buy it um i want to say thank you so much sarah i know Thanks that you me. were like not sure what to talk about for a little while and i think this was very valuable and cool. all yeah we circled around left right and center um so i, I feel j- like there's so much more to be said oh about of course. social media it's like and endless I, I think we've said this to every guest we've had so far uh we'll probably have you back awesome. um so yeah. i just appreciate your perspective on different things so thank Thanks. you thank you so Thanks, much guys. it's been this a blast fun. yeah <laughs> Thank you for listening. 
If you have questions, comments, concerns, or feedback, you can shoot us an email by emailing fsmalltalk at gmail.com, reach out to us on Instagram at fsmalltalk, or visit our website, fsmalltalk.com. We wanted to give a big thank you to our lovely and talented friend Ada for the musical considerations. She's an amazing up-and-coming independent recording artist specializing in R&B, pop, and funk. She's available for collabs and shows, so if you liked what you heard, simply hit her up on Instagram, at AdaSoLive. That's at A-I-D-A so live. If you want to hear more of her stuff, you can find her at soundcloud.com forward slash Ada so live. That's soundcloud.com forward slash A-I-D-A so live. She's amazing, so definitely go check her out. A big thank you also goes out to Lonnie for producing the awesome track you heard. He is an R&B and hip-hop producer who's worked with major artists, including Drake, Beyonce, and Lil Wayne. He's available to work with at his Toronto studio, so if you're interested, simply check him out on Instagram at HitHouseToronto. That's at HitHouseToronto. So again, big thank you to Ada and Lonnie. This podcast was brought to you by us. And also beer. And also coffee. Because what is sleep even? Also, hi mom. Love you. <laughs>